it's okay to do things at a slower pace, to do things in a way that feel aligned. It's like, I just think we can be examples of that and help bring balance to, to the world and have just, you know, something that feels healthier and more sustainable. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. All right. So it's been a while since Matt and I have had our sensitive and empowered chat. Had a baby in the meantime, so, you know, (laughs) just had some little life things happen, but we're back at it. And this month we are going to be talking about simplicity. So this has been coming up for us in our lives. And I'm thinking kind of every month what we do with this series is just kind of talk on a theme that's coming up for us that is relevant to other HSPs and kind of share our experience and, and go into it and and kind of see what comes through. So I guess let's just kind of, yeah, kick it off. I, when Mm -hmm. I know something that was kind of funny when we came to the the conclusion to kind of talk about simplicity was, I think we both realized that we chose the word simplicity or simple or something like that for the year. Yeah. (laughs) For you, what made you choose that word for the year? I think so my, my relationship with my business and just life in general, but mainly with my business has been shifting in such a big way. Um, I resonated so much with the, with your post this week on urgency Mm. and believe it or not, I never actually thought about that word being used to describe how I've been motivating myself in my business for the longest time, which is, is, you know, I see urgency as very much like a action driven word more in the masculine energy and uh, simplicity for me has been the word or the thing I've been doing to kind of really put my my business and my life under under a microscope and say what is serving me right now and what needs to, to 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 get out and this has been happening in my relationships it's been happening in my business it's been happening in my thoughts mm-hmm. uh, everything so I've been learning okay what's serving me what isn't so simplicity simplicity for me is the 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 feminine energy of like okay let's get clear about what what needs to leave my life so i can have more peace because that's really what i'm craving right now yes i relate so so much to that and it was similar for me when it came to choosing that word it just like felt good to my body just to think of things being simpler and I think we often have a tendency to overcomplicate things or to make things feel like this is such a big deal. Oh my gosh, this is such a huge undertaking. And I think especially for sensitive people, we get you know overwhelmed and overstimulated and things mm-hmm. can feel like a really big deal. And I was just craving, like you said, more of that feeling of peace, more of like 
things to be streamlined, like my to-do list not to be so dang long, like what is actually important instead of just doing all of these things and being in like 20 different directions and feeling overwhelmed. Like I just hate Mm. that. And like, I knew like I was, you know, I had a baby in May. So at the beginning of the year, I knew like, okay, my time is going to become even more valuable. So like when I'm, what I spend my time on, I want to be very clear of what, what that is. And and just letting it be simple, like question I always come back to is like, how can I make this easier? Like, what do I actually need to do this? And like, a lot of times we we're doing all of these things that we think we need to do and, you know, all this pressure. But when you actually like take a second and ask yourself, like, is this necessary? Like, do I have to do this? Could someone else help me with this? Like, how could I make this simpler? Like, it's really interesting how there's so many solutions out there. Like you actually don't have to be doing so much all of the freaking time, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. And, you know, we like, we do things out of, well, I, I should say I do things out of habit, right? Mm-hmm. So I have been creating the same types of posts. I've been doing the same types of things on Instagram, on YouTube, on these different places. And when we get into, as human beings, when we get into kind of a routine, we, we, we end up getting stuck, right? Yes. Until we have a moment, an epiphany where it's like, okay, this isn't working anymore. Yes. Um, for you, what was your epiphany? What kind of gave you like a lot of clarity around like something needs to change here because this is not working for me? Yeah, I mean, so recently I can share something that came up, which was like my, my membership community for HSPs. Like I've been running that for two years since September of 2020. And I've been very consistent. And it's like you said, I always do it. It's a habit. It's something I show up for. I always create new content every single month. And I started noticing myself having a lot of resistance toward creating. I started feeling kind of like a little resentful, honestly, like, oh my God, I have to show up for this. And it felt like an just added pressure on my to-do list and thing that was always hanging over my head. And I'm like, I just don't want to feel this way. And like, I have like strong opinions about like, you know, when it comes to your life's work, like, I think it's not always, we're not always going to be like super motivated every single day. We're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm so inspired. Like I'm Mm -hmm. totally aware of that, but I was feeling so much resistance in my body. And I realized like, okay, this is, this right now is no longer working for me. It's not an alignment and I need to kind of trim trim the fat, so to speak, like I need to take this off my plate, simplify, reconnect to myself and kind of get clear, like what, what feels good? What, what would be the next fun project? And so just like letting myself off the hook to even explore that was so life-giving. And I, when I came to that conclusion, I felt that sense of peace where my body just relaxed. I'm like, okay, this, you know, this feels good. And so, yeah, just like taking being open to taking things off your plate, being open to take a look at what you're doing and kind of stepping out of that autopilot and just, you know, witnessing how you're feeling is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What are, what are you following? Like, are you following a feeling in your body? Is it thoughts? Like what's guiding you towards like, oh, I don't want to do this versus, yeah, that lights yeah. me up. I want more of that. It is a feeling in my body for sure. It is definitely a feeling in my body and it's, and it is, it's thoughts too, but the embodied sensation is really what shows me because Mm -hmm. like, it's just like every time I was going to create, there was just like resistance. Like I would always find something else I wanted to do instead. And I'm like, this isn't how I, like, I normally feel towards my life's work. This stuff, you know, I'm 
usually pretty excited to share. I'm usually mm-hmm. feeling it lit up and that resistance, that heaviness was a sign. And when the thought like, oh, I could not do this. I could just pause this. Like literally it felt like a weight lifted off. Like I could breathe easier. Like my body just literally felt calm. And so that's always kind of a compass for me. And, and it's never, you know, steered me wrong. Like when I actually listened to it, of course, the thoughts in my mind with that decision at first were like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like, you're just going to leave money on the table. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. But, you know, when I sat with the feeling, it was completely undeniable. And I think for HSPs, a lot of times we can be disconnected from our body. But when we get to a place of feeling connected to our body, it's like amazing how much wisdom is there. Like, mm-hmm. it t- can tell us everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's been my journey in such a big way like really we, we were talking before we came on here just um about about this actually and like how my journey has been so cerebral right mm-hmm. and as gemini's like we mm-hmm. we well first of all we're dualistic so we're yeah. like oh like that's over there that looks good this looks good so focus has definitely been challenging for me mm-hmm. balance has been challenging for me mm-hmm. and um my whole business, my whole life has been governed by like, do, 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 do more. And this sense of urgency was such a huge thing for me. And the urgency for me came through my mind Mm -hmm. and it came through the thoughts of you need to do more. And if you want more, right. Which is, again, it's this very masculine energy in the world that we're kind of tend to be more governed by, Mm -hmm. um, you know, take action or you won't receive. Right. Yes. And, um, the last few years, well, you know, pretty much the last five years, I've really learned how to slow down. And in in my opinion, that is the embodiment of the feminine energy is to slow down and to start to feel. Yes. And just that feeling into everything, sensations, feeling into my feelings, feeling into um, my gut instincts, my intuition, that has guided me towards my alignment mm-hmm. to my soul and to my and my soul alignment is aligning me to my business. So I completely resonate with what you shared, like how you're, you know, these, these, those are all messages coming through the body. And, but if we're not connected to the body and connected to our emotions in the body, it's going to be really hard for us to connect to um, the little, the compass or the messages that are, that are pointing us in the direction of um, what can lead to more simplicity in our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like the ur- whole urgency piece, like that's totally why I did that that mm-hmm. post the other day because I witnessed that in myself all of the time, and it's such a con- like something I have to consciously work at every single day. It's like in the small moments, like I'll be doing a workout and there's the stretching at the end, and I like have this desire to like skip past that. Like, okay, I did this, got to move on to the next task, or you know, right now it's like my daughter, my life is often in these little chunks of time when my daughter is sleeping, maybe it's an hour and a half nap, maybe it's 30 minutes. And a lot of times I'm like, Oh my God, what can I fit in in this time before she wakes up? It's like so much urgency. And it's like, I feel like it's such a radical act to just be like, just breathe, like, okay, slow down because it's like, I'm, you get so ramped up and, and we live in this society, this culture where it's like, you know, fit everything in, be productive, make the most of your day. And so it's like the urgency is like wired in, in us. And so consciously fighting against that or like not going with it and slowing down like taking your time to respond to a text or like telling someone you'll think about it instead of being like, okay, yes, I'm in. Like, these are just such great ways. I think we can kind of like 
cast a vote for ourselves and for like tapping into ourselves and, you know, living a life that's more aligned with us. Cause a lot of times we'll just kind of, you know, we're just on autopilot. We're just go, go, mm -hmm. go. And it's mm -hmm. been really powerful to just kind of tap back into like, okay, breathe. Like, what would it feel like if we just slowed this down right now? Would just take our time. And <laughs> life presents so many opportunities to do that because I feel like we're always just rushing. Totally. And what are we missing when we're yeah. rushing? Right. right. We're missing the bird sitting on the railing over like, you know, we're, we're missing, you know, the subtle tease of life that mm -hmm. are really at the end of the day, the things we remember, the things that create memories for us. Right. So the, the sense of urgency, you know, that, uh, that post was really inspiring for me. I think out of all the posts you've created, which is thousands, mm -hmm. um, that one really, it, it did something. Aww. I needed it at that exact moment. Right. Cause I was yeah. like, um, I think I was scrolling and I was just getting ready to sit down and eat. And every time I'm eating, like I'm like literally looking at my phone scrolling mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a horrible habit by the way, because I'm like, or even like on the toilet yeah. scrolling, like, you know, it's like, can we not do anything just in presence anymore? Everything has to involve our phone. Right. So this whole week I've made that I've been sitting and eating my food and I've been enjoying every chew. I've been enjoying every mm -hmm. flavor and I've been being very mindful with myself and it's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing because I think the sense of urgency comes from being impulsive with the sense of urgency, right? The yes. sense of urgency comes on and then we, we were impulsive and we act on it and it creates more urgency. So it's a, it's a, it's a negative feedback loop, yes. but if we start to feel urgency and choose presence or slowing down, mm -hmm. then we rewire our, our neurobiology and we start to learn how to access presence. So, you know, I just want to thank you because that post was like a really, it was like a right in your Aww. face, like, you know, take this time and learn how to slow down. And, you know, I've also been meditating more and it's like a more of like a do nothing meditation. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not like prescriptive or I'm not trying to chant anything. I'm just literally doing nothing. I'm sitting with myself and I'm listening to the birds or I'm noticing sensations in my body or I'm paying attention to the craziness of my monkey mind, yes. right? Whatever it is, I'm just trying to be with myself. And that has been a huge help. I've been doing that now consistently for three weeks and wow. it's, been, it's been great. So I'm feeling a little bit more centered. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, everyone out there says like, you know, being present to your life, like this is, you know, that's where the peace comes from. And it's so, so true. And like, mm -hmm. for me, it's just been magnified as a mom, because like, I I'm often on my, or I'm always on my daughter's schedule, honestly. And so yeah. there's that desire to rush around. But like, if she's nursing, like she's going to take however much time she's going to take. And I, I will notice myself have this this urge to like be on my phone and like pass the time. And it's like, okay, I'm only going to have so much time of her being this little and like needing me this much. Like, how can I make this moment be a meditation? How can I like be present with her and like kind of take pictures in my mind of this? I, cause like you said, I think we often just like miss the subtleties and we're just so, so primed to like need to fill every single moment. And it's like, really for what? Like, I think a lot of times everything is on we think everything has to be on our timeline, which is honestly like BS. Like yeah. we, we like things always unfold in the time that we're meant to, like, <laughs> you know, we can take action on things, but I find yeah. a lot of times I'm just like rushing and trying to get to the next goal and trying to get to the other side of things. And it's like, 
it, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel good. It's like just surrendering kind of to like the timeline it's meant to be and just releasing that urgency. I think it's just essential for us, especially being sensitive beings. Like we're just not designed to be freaking going, going all the time and being so wired and like frantic. That's how it always feels to me. And my body is so frantic. Like even yes. coming to our call, like it was like such a good um, reminder. Cause I would told you, I was like, Oh, I'm like, running late. I'm like squeezing this, this appointment in before. And I noticed myself like rushing and I'm like, okay, Alyssa, Matt literally said, it's totally fine. <laughs> if you're running late, like how can you practice? Like just breathe, slow down. And it was like, oh, it's okay. It's all just like made up in our mind of like, it's a rush. We have to get there now. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think like when you're sharing that, I'm like, where does this come from in our culture? And I think, um, I honestly think technology. So technology has made a lot of things easier, Yeah. but it's also because of the instant gratification of technology, mm -hmm. we're constantly in this, this fast paced energy, right? Yeah. Everything can be done so quickly, right? In the technological yeah. world, in the mental energy world. But when we, when we're talking about the heart centered, soul centric, um, embodied energy, it moves at the pace of, of presence, at, at the pace mm -hmm. of the present moment. We can't, we can't fast forward. We can't rewind. We can just be in the moment. And I think that's such a big, big thing for me. And I think what I've been doing is I've been, um, a lot doing a lot less scrolling yeah. because scrolling again, it's this like as sensitive people, if you think about it, we have, we have sensitivity of our senses, yeah. right? So if we're constantly consuming and digesting and, and doing things at a rapid pace, our nervous system is moving at the same pace to which we're, we're moving our body. So mm -hmm. the more, the more we can offer ourselves stillness and presence, the more we're going to be at peace as sensitive people. So we really need to be mindful. Like for me, my multitasking mm -hmm. and bringing, bringing myself back online from dissociation. I was dissociated most of my life and really now I'm so connected to my body. I know exactly which emotions I'm feeling. I'm very, very in tune and I've become way more sensitive. Mm. So like what I, I used to spend like on my non-coaching days, I would spend sometimes anywhere from 10 to 12 hours on the computer, building my website, wow. you know, building courses, writing, things like that. And I would be done. And I, because I was so unaware of my body, I would be so overstimulated, but I wouldn't know. And I yes. would just be angry. And I'd be like, like I couldn't think straight and I, you know, like that sort of energy. And now I realize this is overstimulation. Mm -hmm. So I need to like, well, first of all, I, I've outsourced things mm -hmm. that I can't do and I get um, other people to do them. And uh, secondly, I build these into my schedules in chunks that are manageable. Yes. So like I'll, I'll do like video uploading and like programming podcasts and all that. Like I'll do that in like chunks as opposed to like one, eight hour day of doing yeah. all that. I'll do like two hours, you know, in little pieces because that's manageable for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, technology has a huge impact on the highly sensitive person. And uh, we need to be really mindful of how we're, you know, our relationship with technology Absolutely. Yeah. And you and I are very similar in that, like I would be the same in working an eight to 10 hour day and just being like, you know, shoulders up to my ears. Oh, like yeah. I can so relate. And it's really interesting. Like I've kind of noticed. So like I 
you know, I worked full time and then I built my business on the side and I did that for almost three full years. And so my days were constantly on a computer, go, go, go. Like I was constantly fitting things in. And then I went on maternity leave. So I was like, you know, being present as a mom for 13 weeks, not really doing much work. And it was really interesting because going from like being constantly on and going and staring at a screen and then suddenly it's like, stop, you're now going to take care of this baby. Your days are really slow. You're going to be doing the same monotonous little tasks. You're going from the couch to the bed, feeding the baby, cleaning yeah. stuff. And it was like extremely, extremely uncomfortable to my system because I think I was so used to always just like going and, and it felt like, oh my gosh, this is wrong. Like why, like, what is this? And I think that's just, it's that constant overstimulation. I mean, I was overstimulated in a different way with a new baby and everything, but like just with, I don't know, with that shift, I think we're just often so, our systems get so used to just like going and being and that when we do slow down, it like can feel like really scary and really weird. And like, oh my God, I need to fill this time. And we're like, antsy, like, okay, what should I work on next? And something that I'm realizing that's really beautiful is like, actually giving things space to like percolate and like to come to form is really amazing. You know, like not rushing to like create the next offering right away, not rushing to like create the next Instagram post because you haven't posted in three days. Like actually like sometimes just letting there be space for things to like come into form and like taking time and, Oh, I got another idea. Okay. Let me add that to this, you know, and not like being like, okay, I got to bang this out and get it done. Um, that's just been a new practice for me. That's been really good. Cause it's just, I don't know. I feel like things are more potent and more embodied when we give them time and space and we slow down. So kind of, I don't know. I feel like it went on a tangent, but that just really came to me there. Yeah, it was, it, it brought me to, um, a point I wanted to make about how just noticing your business shifting and your work seems more aligned to the thing you're navigating because you're allowed to you're giving yourself space to kind of feel it and something I've also been noticing in my business too is it's like the less frequently I post the more engagement there is Mm. because people are like oh like he's only posting twice a week now so I really want to like digest what he's posting whereas if I was posting like 14 posts in one week Mm -hmm. it's like people are like you know it's just people are feeling inundated with stuff so for those of you out there that are content creators, like we don't need to be posting every single day or twice a day. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's the, the, the standards that Instagram or these social media companies are putting in their, you know, like algorithm that they're, they're telling us that if we're not doing that, that we're not going to be successful. It's again, it's that ma- masculine energy that they're using. They're using shame and they're using scarcity as to try and get us to engage in their platform more because it brings them more value. Yes. But yes. is it bringing you more value to engage in in that way, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, and what, the other thing I wanted to say too is it's like the that the energy of urgency, in my opinion, is for for me. I'll speak from it comes from uh, busyness, and mm. and that was the that was kind of the underpinning. So the, I I had a lot of experiences in in you know childhood and in my teenage years where I experienced trauma. And I honestly think that busyness is a trauma response yes. and it's a keep yourself going, going, going. So you don't have to sit with the stillness yes. and you don't have to be with yourself because when you sit in stillness and you be with yourself that you have to be with the unprocessed emotions of the trauma. Yes. 
-hmm. And that can feel very scary and very intense for a lot of people, but it's the only way through. It's the only way you can heal the trauma. So if you're somebody out there that's listening and you have unhealed trauma that you're trying to process, but you can't slow down enough to, 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 to heal, that's going to become problematic, right? We need to bring ourselves back online from that dissociative state, which is busyness and urgency Mm -hmm. and, and whatnot, and get to a place where, um, we're allocating time in our day to be with the presence the felt sense of yes. who we are and not just the, the constant rampant thoughts that are running through our mind. Yeah. That's so such an important thing to bring up. And that's something I'm currently navigating, like just to be open, like in my own therapy right now, where my therapist has literally like challenged me. She's like, okay, like you're just constantly going and like, for me, something that I have to work on is I'll be going through something challenging and I just want to get to the other side. I just want to feel better fast. And, Oh, you know, there's a lesson. I'm good now. Like I have that tendency and then, you know, almost trying to be a perfectionist when it comes to my own healing Mm -hmm. process. Like that is, and she totally called me out on it. She's Mm -hmm. like, you were trying to be the perfect client right now. And I was like, dang it. You are so right. I am. I'm totally trying to be perfect. And she's like, your homework this week is just like feeling what's coming up for you and not trying to like skip past it. And like, fix it right away. Just like be with it, be in it. And, you know, it's super uncomfortable to like, just slow down and be in it and be angry or feel grief or mm-hmm. uh, sadness, whatever. It's super uncomfortable. We have, it's that, again, that urgency, the desire to just get past it, get over it, come on, move on with your life. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like it, it demands to be felt. It will keep coming up until you actually take the time to sit with it and feel it. And Mm -hmm. so it, and, but yeah, I can totally relate to that busyness and just wanting to put my head down, not feel anything and and keep moving forward. Cause this is, you know, this is inconvenient. I don't have time for this. I got to be productive. I got to do things. It's like, it's eventually it will just catch up with you, you know, like we can't ignore it. So exactly. I also struggle with perfectionism and I have my whole life and I'm like, I'm still in it a bit. And that is the fuel to my urgency because my urgency is like, you need to do more because the do more is the, you'll appear to have it all together and you'll be perfect and you'll be successful and you'll have this many followers and you'll make this much money. And the perfectionism is like, it's, it's such a, like a whirlwind. I'm, I'm, I'll share where, where it comes from, for me, but I'm curious for you, where do you think the perfectionism, what's the stemming? part of it for you yeah so I've definitely been like diving into this a lot recently because it's coming up for me in motherhood every time I do something new I try to be perfect at it and it's exhausting and so for me the connections I'm making are you know of course it's related to like my self-worth and it's me wanting to feel good enough and valuable and beneath that it's really this I've found it's this fear of if I'm not perfect I will be alone. And it's this lonely feeling. I connected back to this feeling of just being a little sensitive little girl, feeling alone, feeling like no one really got me. And if I showed my true self, if I showed my big emotions and the ways I struggle with things sometimes, then I would be unlikable and unlovable and I would be alone. And so that is actually what it really relates to for me now in this, this way. It's like, okay, if I don't do this perfectly, like People are going to leave me. They're going to see through me. They're not really going to like me. So I got to get to the other side and be healed and be a leader. And so though that's kind of what it is. It's just this fear of being alone and, and not being lovable. 
I'm curious, yeah, what comes up for you with it? Very much similar. Um, it's a self-soothing for sure. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, but I guess that's what the question we're answering is what is it soothing? So for me, it's probably soothing um, this feeling of not belonging. Yeah. And the more I can present this image, because perfectionism for me is very like people pleasing. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're trying to fit in and you're trying to present yourself as being like, you know, part of or that you have it all together or something. You're trying to control perception in some way. And that can lead to validation and that can alleviate um, the, the, the maybe um, underdeveloped sense of belonging. But I can I can peel it to even something deeper. And this for me is the urgency. So the urgency is really directly connected to this notion of not good enough mm -hmm. or not a, just not enoughness actually I'll say because it could be not good enough I don't have enough and it's a scarcity thing yes. so it's like if I'm urgent and I'm like always on top of it then I'm going to be getting back in return the things that are going to make my life better whatever that is money followers mm -hmm. friends fame any of these things um, but it's all an illusion and this yeah. is the reality I'm coming to is it's all a freaking illusion because urgency is basically an overdone masculine, right? And we need both. We need, we need the masculine, the yang, we need the feminine, the yin yes. in, in this, in our energetic body. And we need to have our hands on the wheel and we need to be taking action 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. And then the mm -hmm. other 50, we need to take our hands off the wheel. We need to trust. We need to have faith that the universe is going to do and bring, bring its magic forward and, and that's where we rest and recoup and integrate and do all the things. Yes. But I've been operating on the program of masculine and do, do, do for my whole career. And it burnt me out. Yes. So the last five years I've been healing mm -hmm. because my adrenals were probably shot. My mind was shot. Everything was shot. And now I'm coming into harmony with yes. between my masculine and my feminine. And for the first time, well, probably not the first time in my life, because I'm sure when I was a kid, my masculine and feminine were quite integrated and then through conditioning we learn to separate them and repress one and bring the other one up and now I'm starting to feel recovered I'm starting to yeah. feel inspiration again I'm starting to feel connected to my intuition uh, through my business like it's just it's so much better so oh, yeah yeah definitely the underpinning of it would probably be shame if I were to frame it in one word right Absolutely. Yeah. Completely resonated with everything that you were saying and just like the not enoughness and getting something in return by, you know, the urgency and acting and doing and and it's like such a never ending exhausting loop because it's like, it's the same thing every day. There's always like, you know, checking off that thing, doing that thing. Like, it's just, you never actually reach the satisfaction. It's like this empty, like this well, you just, it's just like, you're never going to get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. So I think just realizing where it comes from and why we're doing it and, and becoming conscious and aware of, of our actions and just like taking those little steps to like slow down, eat your meal slowly. Like, it's just like, I feel like we're rewiring our nervous system and kind of just trying to just like get back to basics and get back to ourselves. And yeah, finding that balance of, of masculine and feminine energy. And I feel like a lot of like, I don't know, this is as a highly sensitive empathic people, I feel like we are here to kind of bring that slower energy and kind of like, you know, I think that's a lot of our work is like helping sensitive people see their power, see their strength and kind of bring balance back into our society, into our world, because it's just so out of balance. It's so fixated on the masculine, the productivity, go, go, go. And it's just like, 
I feel like when we start to honor that, because we have no choice but to honor it, I mean, we have a choice, but eventually we burn out and we can't, it's unsustainable. Like we can kind of lead the way and show other humans, like it's okay to do things at a slower pace, to do things in a way that feel aligned. It's like, I just think we can be examples of that and help bring balance to to the world and have just, you know, something that feels healthier and more sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Balance. That, that's my other word of the year. Yeah, it's, it's like so one of those hard. things. And like, <laughs> do we ever feel totally balanced? I And I was actually thinking about this last night or the night before, because I always, I mean, this is just an ongoing thing. There's, I feel like you can never have it all perfect in every single area of your life. If I'm, you know, doing amazing in one area, I feel like there's another part that's lacking. And so I think being aware too, and being gentle with ourselves when we find ourselves trying to be at a hundred percent in every level, like I'm never going to be the best mom, the best wife, the best at working out, the best at, you know, Mm. all the business, like it's like, and maybe it's shifting that narrative to like, you know, what am I able to do today? What feels good to today? And just letting ourselves off the hook more, because I don't know for like perfectionist types, it can just be so tempting to try to like do everything well. And then there's just, again, that urgency that over put doing and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's just exhausting. (laughs) It is so exhausting. That's that you just described to a T what I'm healing from and have been healing from for the last five years. And it's like, my to-do lists were so long and I was mm-hmm. out of balance and I was trying to be the perfection in all areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And I am now even still, like I would say, I'll describe my process over the last two months. I've been, I've ha- I have a week where I'm feeling really good about my balance. And then the next week I start putting pressure on myself. Oh, I should be doing this. Oh my God. And that was, I was at the peak of that pressure when I came on Instagram and said, I'm not going to be engaging on Instagram the way I have been. Mm -hmm. I I needed that. I needed that pressure to push me into making that choice because otherwise I've been thinking about it for the last year, almost Mm -hmm. even that I'm, I'm feeling not aligned to Instagram. Something needs to change. And I never had the courage to finally just let go. And, uh, and then, you know, the next week, you know, it's like, I find, so I'm that that's for me is progress because balance isn't about equilibrium and being at, at this happy medium. I think for me, balance has been swings from mm-hmm. one extreme to the next until the, the pendulum finally starts to get a little bit slower, but I don't know if we're ever going to be a still pendulum, yeah. right? We're going to constantly be moving. And I think that is the masculine and feminine is we're moving and we're oscillating between these two polarities but the swing stopped being so extreme and we find kind of, you know, uh, and you said it perfectly because I, I just described what you said as like self-compassion, like self-compassion is like taking the claws out of the back of your neck and like letting go. Because I always described the perfectionism as like a hawk that just has its claws in, in my, and that you're hawking over yourself and you're constantly trying to get yourself to do more. This is not enough. And once I took those claws out and I let that bird fly away, it was like, okay, now I can offer myself compassion and say, I, I did enough for today. I don't need to do a two hour workout to feel accomplished an hour's plenty. And I'll set Mm -hmm. my alarm for an hour. And once that alarm goes, it's on to the next task because I can get lost in, in, in each task thinking I need to do more that there's not enough. And again, that's like just old shame stuff that's lingering in my system still. Mm-hmm. that you know shame is is going to send the message of you're not enough 
you yep. need to do more. You're, you know, you're not perfect enough, that sort of thing. So. Yes. Yes. I love the like practical things you're doing, like literally setting a timer. Yeah. Huge. And just like having the awareness, like to just kind of take a step back and notice those thoughts that are coming up and that pressure and then choosing a different way. And it's hard sometimes to catch ourselves, but I think that's like such a sign that we're healing it when we do catch ourselves and we do try to do things, you know, shift it. And something I've been thinking about too, is like just honoring the cycles, you know, like the cycle mm -hmm. that we're in, like sometimes we're going to be in a low, a period where we just need to go within, we don't feel creative and instead of shaming ourselves, oh my gosh, I should be creative. Oh my gosh, if I don't create something like I'm going to lose my momentum or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. when we just surrender and honor where we're at and don't shame ourselves, it's like we then come, you know, we move through that cycle and we get back to that, that, you know, we're the full moon state where we're like, okay, I'm ready to go. I have so much to say. And I feel so like, you know, I feel so, um, motivated and whatever and it's like we we're so scared of that not coming back that we just like try to push through the the, the seasons where our body is desiring rest and it's like and it's hardwired in us but like I just still keep coming back to the thought like it's such a radical act to just slow down just to be like okay okay breathe like mm -hmm. what am I feeling how can I simplify do I really need to show up right now like it's it's such hard work but oh my gosh, it's like the, I think one of the best things we can do for ourselves. Yeah, I love that. And the way you articulate it was so perfect. And using the moon as an example is like so perfect that it's like we we get attached to, you know, being or like feeling like, yeah, we accomplished this and we got validation for it. Now we need to maintain that level. It's like, no, we're constantly cycling. Yep. And, it, and we are nature right? And we mm -hmm. are part of nature. And if you look at the way that nature cycles, like the moon in included, like, you know, a bear, for example, right? It eats and it eats and eats all um, spring and summer. And then it's, it goes into hibernation and rests, right? Yes. And there's a, a lot of you look at all of nature, the trees lose their leaves, and then they bloom again, like, we are part of this, we can't be on all the time, we need time to rest and, and recover and integrate, integrate mm -hmm. all the hard work we've done. That's a big mm -hmm. part of of surrendering is yes. letting go, allocating time to let the universe take over while you fully rest, recharge and integrate uh, yes. your experiences. So it's, yeah, it's uh, such a necessary part and something that's often just like overlooked and feels like, oh my gosh, I'm wasting time. And it's like, no, because we're just going to, you know, keep rehashing the same issues if we don't actually slow down and, and, mm -hmm. you know, allow ourselves time to integrate. So I guess like wrapping up this, this conversation, I mean, I just feel like there's so much here. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess for the person watching, maybe who's like, Oh, I'm, I feel so overwhelmed, or I don't know, like where to begin, like, what's, I guess, one step you would encourage someone to take if they feel overwhelmed, or like, always urgent. Mm. Get into nature. Mm. It doesn't That's get better so than that. Yeah, it does not get better than that. Just get into nature get take off your socks take off your shoes and just stand on the earth and just feel oh that's it that's my only tip yeah that's actually I couldn't I cannot do better than that because <laughs> nature is in perfect timing and we can learn so much just by like being with it like they're they're not rushing around like the you know the trees will lose their leaves and they'll come back again and things will exactly. bloom and it all is in harmony that's beautiful. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, yeah. oh my gosh, I like loved this conversation. I think it's so important for us now in this time that we're in and 
I think this will be honestly helpful. I would hope for people who watch and listen, because I know yeah. I got a lot out of it and like been one of my biggest struggles still. And so I, I feel like I'm going into the rest of my day, just feeling a little bit calmer and more present now. So exactly. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you too. And one other thing is coming through that I want to yeah. share before we wrap up. Mm -hmm. um, and that is don't compare yourself to others because if we're all in cycles, where we're all like, some of us are like launching and then some of us are mm -hmm. landing and you're always comparing yourself to other people who are launching and yes. you're not letting yourself land, you're going to burn out, right? So comparison to other people will keep you in urgency. So be mindful of comparison. You never know what other people are, are doing behind the scenes, right? If you're just comparing yourself to their Instagram and you think they're always on and they're always being productive, we don't know their true story, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to end with that. And then the other thing um, before we wind down is uh, leave any topics that you want us to talk about in the, in the comments, wherever you're, you're viewing this, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, leave it in the comments, what you'd want us to unpack because Alyssa are going to be, and I are going to be coming in once a month and we're going to be talking about topics that are important to you guys. So uh, let us know what is important to you so we can, uh, we can riff on it. Yes. Yay. I'm so excited for all the future topics. Always fun talking sure. to you, Matt. Yeah, I agree. I always learn so much from you too. So thanks everyone for time. tuning in. Yep. Till next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.